Hello, 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 oh, how you doing, how you living, how you feeling, how you feel, how you feel, how you feel, 29 sitting on, I ain't sitting on 29 mil, I wish, uh, <laughs> lot going on, and on, and on, and on, so, without further ado, let's get this shit started, what's the vibe today? I'm talking about what's the vibe. What's the vibe today? I'm talking about what's the vibe. What's the vibe today? I'm talking about what's the vibe. So <laughs> I'm still coming off of a little um uh, uh a little party time I had by myself last night. Sometimes you got to do that. Uh, I got a little drunk. A little cross-faded. Still feeling the effects right now. <laughs> still feeling the effects right now. But we, we good. We good. Um, shit, if I had to, to choose a shade of purple right now, it would probably be like a a vibrant flashing neon <laughs> purple <laughs> a flashing neon violet purple uh because yeah i'm i'm still feeling it i'm in my zone i'm feeling it stop blowing my buzz we're killing it you still in this bitch <laughs> Um, so yeah, a couple of things, couple of things. Your girl is just, uh, amazed by, you know, some, some ways that people, you know, deal with me and, and <laughs> how people say things to me, you know, see people's ill intentions or no intentions and it's just very very interesting um people in general are interesting um but a lot going on in the world you know uh these protests have been going on for the last couple of weeks and i hope there's some there's more you know, focused power on it. Meaning, like, you know, instead of just protesting for a couple of weeks and then everything dies down and then we just go back to the way things were, I hope this time, you know, people, you know, keep a nod to, you know, keep keeping these people that are, you know, in office with a foot on their necks, just like they did a foot on um, George Floyd's neck. You know, I hope they, you know, hope that everybody that's been actively out there, um, you know, keeps going. And even though I'm not actively out in the streets doing it, I, I want to protest with my own voice in this manner. 
let me tell you something. If you are not for Black Lives Matter, please stop listening to this podcast. Because I am a black woman first. And I'm going to say it again. I am a black woman first. Before I am anything else. So, with that being said. (laughs) uh, If you are somebody who supports um, Mr. Orange, number 45. Please stop listening to this podcast. Because this is not for you. And... Or if you do, I hope that you'll listen and and change your mind because obviously you are misguided and very, very, um, (laughs) what's the word? Well, no, I can't even say ignorant. You're just being plain stupid because if you can't realize what the hell is going on and what, what's, you know, um obvious about this person then uh like i said you you might need uh psychiatric care anyway just had to put that out there that like i said anybody listening to this podcast if you don't support black lives matter or if you support number 45 then uh you might want to stop listening to this podcast this is not for you and that's what I got to say on that. Now, um, other things that are going on in my own personal life. Um, still battling with trying to lose this damn weight, honey. Um, it would be so much easier if the main thing about losing weight was to exercise. Because I actually like to exercise. Um... Maybe not as much as I should, you know, but I, you know, I like to dance. Um, I like to box, you know, kickboxing and everything. Um, hell, I even like to jump rope. I haven't jumped rope in a long ass time, but I've started to practice more again and uh, getting pretty good at it. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um... But it would be so much easier if, if the, the main part of losing weight would be exercise. No, it's not. It's diet. And I'm still struggling. You know, I told the boys, well, I call them the boys, but obviously they're men, uh, dormtainment, uh, about the cleanse that I was on. And I did good the previous week. Well, the first week. This past second week has been fucking horrible, horrendous. And, you know, just like that, just as much as I could be on it, I got off of it. And luckily, I hadn't gained anything back. You know, I just maintained what I had lost. But I'm so mad at myself because I I can't seem to just, you know, stay the course of what I was trying to do, what I am trying to do, uh, you know, but progress isn't linear anyway, but at the same time, you have to get on a certain track and keep going for it to, you know, to really see results and to, to see that it works, so keep, uh, I'm gonna keep 
trying to keep working on it for myself, but, you know, it's been fucking rough. It has been absolutely fucking rough. Um, plus, I'm surrounded by so many fast food restaurants, it's not even funny. And then the fact that McDonald's is literally two minutes up the road from me, and I know that, <laughs> I pass by it every time I drive out, um, it just, it's rough, it's rough, um, the only solace that I have is that, you know, uh, it's not just rough for me, it's rough for everybody, America in general is just fat as fuck, and, um, majority of our commercials are about food, and if it's not about food, it's about um, a new pill that they have to, to, you know, suffice the symptoms that you have from the disease that you have or condition. Uh, but the drug has worse effect, side effects than the actual thing that it's trying to help. So it's either that or, you know, food. And, um, like I said, it's horrendous, but, um, you know, I just, I'm just trying, you know, and, and that's more than I can say for, um, what I used to do or how I used to feel and, you know, just saying fuck it because, you know, nobody cares so why should I that's the mentality that I used to have and that's where I uh, got to this point with my weight in the first place because I was a lot smaller than this over the course of the first five years especially while I was in college I just didn't give a fuck anymore nobody cares so why should I you know depression is a motherfucker depression and in particular if you have the disorder that I have which is body dysmorphia that motherfucker will tell you look bitch don't nobody give a fuck about you because you are ugly and nobody wants you and you start to believe that and because you believe that whatever you're eating doesn't fucking matter to you it's like, well, if I, if nobody's going to fucking give a shit about me and it's because I'm ugly and, you know, just not worth shit, then why should I give a shit about what I'm putting into my body? Luckily for me, um, you know, I didn't go to, to more extreme and just start doing anything and everything, including um, hardcore drugs. The alcohol is bad enough, too, but... Um, you know, it could have been a lot worse, a hell of a lot worse. Um, and, you know, I could have let myself just continue to, to, to get worse. Um, I did have a couple of health scares, including with my eyes. Um, and because of those incidents... I didn't just go completely ham and just, you know, say fuck it and just continue to get worse and worse. I've I've tried to fight back. 
The only problem is that when I had these little successes where I did the challenge the other year and I lost 13 pounds, it's like, well, when the challenge is done, you know, I went straight, well, not straight back to McDonald's. I think, I think I stopped for like maybe a week, a week and a half and still continued to do what I was doing while I was still on the challenge. But then, you know, something happened that week. I can't I can't even remember. Something happened that week after the week and a half after and it triggered me and then that's when I started eating McDonald's again. So it's this it's just this con- constant consistent cycle of, you know, trying to get better, I'll get better and then something happens, I'll get worse again. And I'm sick of being on that cycle. I'm tr- I'm trying to break it. I was had all the intentions of breaking it uh, this month, but you know, once again, you know, something triggered that. Something triggered uh, that for me this past week. And shit, I went back to the way things were when it was 2015, and I didn't have no damn job. Got out of college and, you know, my plans originally were to go straight back to school and start on a master's program. Well, that didn't work out. And, you know, so then I tried to find a job. That didn't work out until the very end of that year. I graduated in April of 2014 and couldn't find anything I enjoyed my summer and I was like okay cool just enjoy the summer I get out come back home still couldn't find anything so then I started to get really depressed and then I got to this the the severe severity of depression where I didn't even really move out of the bed I may go out like once, like once that day, but it would only be to at the time visit my grandma and then of course go get McDonald's. So, I got even more depressed. Still couldn't find anything. Still couldn't find anything. It wasn't until no- November of 2015 where I finally found a job, and it wasn't even a job that had anything to do with my degree. It was Zaxby's. And that gave me something to do rather than just sit around and just, you know, rot. Uh, But still, it wasn't what I wanted to do. But I wasn't going to be ungrateful about it. So I went to that job and uh, was there for about a year. But like I said, depression and anxiety and if you have this condition good lord it's even worse with the um, body dysmorphia because it doesn't just you know play about your surroundings it also plays about your own personal self and you know after a while I avoided mirrors I couldn't look myself in the eye couldn't look people in the eye um 
And, you know, there were times where I got into such a funk that, you know, I did have suicidal ideation, never tried to attempt or anything, but definitely constantly thought about, you know, why am I even here? What is the point of all of this? You know, feeling like life is pointless. And it's funny because I go in cycles of that and just simply something triggering can just bring it right back. It's like that year never left me. So um, I'm still fighting it, though. I'm still trying to fight um, my demons and then wanting to do more research about a lot of different things that I, you know, seem to not be very knowledgeable of. And that's what this past week has taught me. You know, I, I love to read. Um, I, I read a lot of uh, different books and everything, but I don't read, I don't study the way that I used to. I used to like to study certain things. Especially, of course, things in psychology, because that was my degree, of which I'm very proud of, regardless of the fact that it's not being used to build a career at this time. I'm still proud of that degree just because it's what I really wanted to do, regardless of how people kept telling me certain things about, well, it's not going to make you any money. And you're going to have to go to school for a lot longer and da 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 And I'm like, I, I, I get that. And that's what I had planned and intended to do in the first place. Um, but it just didn't work out that way. However, um, I still enjoyed every bit of those classes. And I still have some papers from those classes. And see, I, I would rather have a degree of which I'm proud of and that despite of what was told to me that I still went for. Because if I had gone to if I had gone to any other program just to, you know, make some money off of it, it's, it's a waste of time because I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have learned anything. I wouldn't have wanted to to take those classes you do what you have to do in order to get ahead in life in, in certain aspects. But why waste student loan money if it's not going to be something that you're really, really into? That's all I have to say on that. Um, and like I said, I may not be using it to uh, the effect of it the way that I want to right now, but... I'm okay with it is I received knowledge that I wanted to learn. So I definitely want to go back into, um, you know, studying things in psychology and also just studying certain things in history. I mean, the, the, with everything going on, you definitely need to know your history. And if you are, um, Especially if you are black, you should definitely know um, our history and that um, 
our history didn't start with slavery, as m many people would tell you. We didn't start in slavery. Um, again, I don't know everything about that. I only know bits and pieces of what people have told me in certain books that I've read. And so I want to go back to reading the book I started to read a long time ago, uh, which is called Medical Apartheid. And it basically depicts all of the horrible, horrific experiments that have been done on us. Um, I started to read it and I, I stopped, I think, because something triggered me. But, you know, it's important to know, uh, it's important to know your history. It's important to know the facts. Um, and not just what people speculate and, uh. As much as everybody's saying that we need to be armed with guns, ready to fight, we also need to be armed with knowledge. Knowledge will forever be power. And if you have the knowledge, not only can you defend yourself and um, defeat your opponent, but you gain a, a whole new world of personal development. So... That is all I have to say about that. I didn't plan on, you know, speaking so much about that. But I just, with everything's go, everything that's going on, it's important. It's important. And it's important f to me for my personal development. One, not only to, to lose this weight, but to also gain some knowledge. So. <sighs> I really didn't intend to be, you know, this heavy, especially since, like I said, I'm still feeling a little good after a very good night. But anyways, let's get on with the program. It's your designated dream time <laughs> it acted like it didn't want to play i was like well well i'm not i'm not editing that out so y'all just gonna have to hear that part anyway uh designated dream time here um so i had some really interesting and fucked up ass dreams last night because of <laughs> being drunk, <laughs> drunk cross-faded all that shit um i had a dream about like what your worst nightmares would be or what what scares you the most and i was with a group of people and like we went through this haunted house uh and it's supposed to be like this not just like boo scary some something jumps out at you it's like whatever your actual worst fear is mentally is <laughs> supposed to come out and fuck you up and you know i i saw different other people's uh you know what's really re re what really scares them and then one of the people that i was with they're really scared of like um statues in a like in a, muse a museum uh, they freaked them out, so I ended up in a room with a bunch of statues, and the person that was with me was freaking the fuck out, and I was just like, why are we, 
of course if you went like in, in my mind of course well i'm dreaming like if you went up and tried to touch one of these things it actually jumped back out at you so um then there was somebody else who was afraid of like like just bugs like just crawling up and crawling up on them and uh you know we go into another room there's a bunch of uh you know just bugs crawling around and whatnot freaked her out it freaked me out too because i you know i don't like bugs um however before i could get to my own room what what of what scares me um i woke up i was like i was with these group of people and we went to each room that freaked them out the most and then but but before we could get to mine i woke up which i just think that part of me is still um hesitant of being able to face my own fears head on and uh you know those that uh that were like the room the other rooms that I was in with the the people that were really freaked out I was scared still but I I was able to like you know I was able to deal with it but the room that was supposed to be designated straight for me I couldn't get to so it just seems that there are still there's still some things that I, I guess, am not ready to face, but I'm going to try to figure that out to face them just because I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to turn 30 next year. And I just know that I don't want the same old things that, are, that I've been dealing with for the past 20 years of my life to still be stuck with me. You know, I want to walk over that threshold of being 30 and in my 30s to, um, one, to gain more knowledge, as I was just saying just before, and then two, uh, to really not be afraid to be me. You know, I, I've been put in boxes all my life where I had to be uh, somewhat subservient and uh, subdued and just uh servant like and i was never meant to be that way um when you're a child you're in your purest form of yourself as you learn your personality and of course over time this world will have you censor and you know especially um quiet down what you actually truly feel or how you actually really are and I'm from a small town in Georgia the south <laughs> the south in in many ways just has so many different things like we don't even actually tell each other that we don't really like each other or we cover it up with some stupid platitude and it'd be like oh bless her stupid heart like bless her heart bless his heart whatever that's a phrase to basically let you know that the real thing is that they think that person is stupid but they're gonna quote-unquote bless them because that's quote-unquote the southern way and you know already know you know the south and everything in general has 
a whole slew of of just outright racism. There's still a store in a town nearby that has a t-shirt hanging in there that says the n-word and what does it say? It just said something inward, and I was just like, the fuck, but it's a town that's, like, maybe, like, what, 20, 30 miles away from me? So, you know, that's still there. And, you know, luckily, I, you know, never went around certain areas, but I knew that certain parts of my own school that I graduated from has plenty of fucking uh, racist around there. So it's just, it's embedded and it's still here. (laughs) Uh, But the point of it is, the point of this part is, is that, you know, there's still certain things that I am afraid of that I uh, I have yet to face. So, like I said, stay on this journey with me and see what we can discover, what I can discover about myself. I've discovered a lot about myself in the past week. Um, just how strong I am in a lot of my convictions, despite of the fact that I need to know a lot more, but... Again, what I already feel, I feel, and of what I know is right and what is wrong. So, anyway, moving along to my favorite part. If it'll play this time. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell. Hold on. And you better snap, motherfucker, when I say everybody snap. Poetic Corner. You know, I... (laughs) Sorry, I did not prepare for this. I don't ever prepare for these uh, podcasts. Well, that's not entirely true. But just saying, like... I go off the fly when it comes to my show just because it is my heart that is speaking. Let's see. What shall we read? What shall we read? We shall read. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I think I want to read another part of the my personal story. I think we'll read an excerpt from that. If it will pop up. Motherfucker. Thank you. You know why you acting strange and shit. (laughs) 
I think the last time I read something, it was from Twin Crush. Let's... Let's read about a musical affair. Again, if it'll pop up. Why is everything acting stupid right now? Hold on. Hold on. Why the... F really? Seriously. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> All right. This is called Musical Affair. As time passed, Jasmine, Mike, and I grew closer together. However, one day things came to me to this uh one day things came to be too much for me. I was sick of driving them around as the taxi driver my mom would mock me for. One day when Jasmine texted me to do her usual pick her up to hang out, I was talking to Leah at the cafeteria for lunch since we had a break in between class. She wants me to pick her up now. She then asked me, do you want to leave now? No, I'm hungry and I'm sick of driving them around. They never give me any money for gas except for a measly $5 here and there. Just tell her no. Up until this point, I had given in to people bullying and taking advantage of me. I never stood up for myself, basically, because I was too afraid that the person would leave or fight me. I never had the courage to say no and mean it and not feel the need to make excuses or give any explanation in it. I look at my phone and I texted just one word, no. Jasmine and Mike blew up. <laughs> they were furious for me for that simple one word. Later, they told me that I was acting like my mother. They didn't want to talk to me anymore, etc. So in the middle of the fall semester, I stopped talking to those two people, but gained two more individuals. Previously, I had met Nini at the concert as well. Her full name was Quiniqua, but everyone just called her Nini for short. Um, she lived down the hall from me and hung out a few times since then. One day, Nini, Leah, and I were sitting in the cafeteria where we joined a guy, where we were joined by a guy that Nini knew. She introduced me to me and Leah to him. His name is Marcus. We were a pretty funny group as we quoted songs, but instead of singing them, we said them in a funny, proper manner. Out of nowhere, Leah wanted to go to Walmart. Who's driving? I'll drive. Tyler, are you sure? Ha ha, very funny. Yes, I'm sure this time. I'm giving a nod to what just happened. We all got in the car and continued our little banter back and forth doing uh, different songs. When we walked into Walmart, we weren't looking for anything in particular. When we were going to electronics, I started noticing how Marcus was behaving around me. I usually would never think someone was actually flirting with me, but he was pretty obvious about it and didn't care. When we got back to... When we got back from the random trip to Walmart, Leah went up to her room and Nini uh, and I played a joke on Marcus. We were running around our dorm and we hid from him. Nini actually went back to her room, but I, still glowing from this flirtation, decided to go back down to the lobby and open the door for him. 
and let him come back up to my room. The flirtation began, or the flirtation became more, way more than that. When he came into my place, we started to kiss. The kissing went from just standing and kissing to laying on my bed and kissing. I never had, I, I never had experienced what it's like to make out with someone until then. A phenomenon that I only, that I had only seen in movies was taking place in my dorm room. My mind was blown. I was transported into a world that I had never seen or felt before. His kisses were sweet yet demanding, also submissive yet commanding direction. I was in over my head already at this point. Then after a few hours of this, I told him he had to leave, but he said he had no way of getting home. I told him to find someone because I wanted to go to bed. He ended up finding someone to take him back home, but not before he tried to make me feel guilty about leaving him hanging. I know I knew better after dealing with Jasmine and Mike for a while not to let someone take advantage of the car situation. So I stuck to my guns, but this was going to repeat itself over and over again. The very next day, he was calling persistently trying to come back to my room to see me. After what happened the day before, I knew it was a bad idea. I was already swooning over him, especially since I already knew some things about Marcus. I think we'll stop there. But, yeah. Basically, the, the music affair portion was the start of the romance <laughs> between me and Marcus. Um, and what I meant when I said I already knew some things about him is because also that same day in the cafeteria, uh, he was playing music on the, the piano that they had there. So, uh, yes, that was the start of the musical affair. <laughs> oh. Trip down memory lane. That was over 10 years ago. 2009. That was my first year in college. But anyways, on to our last part. Our last part is... So if I had to tell you <laughs> the moral of the motherfucking story is <laughs> uh, well just you know like I said study 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 never stop studying regardless of uh regardless of you know being out of school knowledge is everything and we don't have the knowledge we stay ignorant to what's going on and we make stupid decisions based upon that ignorance and i for one am done making ignorant stupid uh stupid uh mistakes with everything, not just my own personal life when it comes to, you know, not eating well um, and trying to, to get this weight off of me, but also just in general about 
you know, things that are going on in the world. And really knowing the power structures and the powers that be. Uh, and it sucks that we still live in a world where, you know, it's perfectly normal, <laughs> even though it's not to me or it should be to anybody else, for someone to have a store with a, a t-shirt that has the N-word on it. Um, and be able to sell it and make money from it. Um, or the fact that, you know, as far as I know, I still, I still need to reread that article. Because to me, it has to stick after I, I read it twice. So I only read the article once, but, you know, recently, um, you know, the president has tried to take away rights of... Uh, of the trans community, uh, you know, the trans community. And so it's just, we, we need to be not only just out there protesting, but we need to just keep being updated and, and keep things in ourselves updated with the knowledge that of what is going on. And I don't, I don't mean drive yourself crazy with it and constantly just, you know, read every little thing because it all gets to be too much. Like, um, in particular, last week, I had to take myself off of Facebook for a while because, you know, I just see too much on there. It's just too, too much bad shit, too much bad shit. Um, so I just... You know, I delete the app and, you know, I, I let it be for a few days before I got back on it. And uh, like I said, because if you if you continually just consistently keep looking at stuff, it, it'll just it's not good for your mental state, especially not for me. Um, So, like I said, I, I wouldn't, you know, do it that much. But I, I still think that you should always try to study whatever you can while everything is relevant. Don't just wait until everything dies down. Um, as far as the, the eating thing, like I said, I'm just going to have to keep trying. Um, last week was a very bad week. Um, it was almost identical to how the year was for me in 2015. And, uh, you know, my mental state, I just have to keep fighting. But, um, I mentioned last time that I would do like a song of a day, which I thought about doing. I thought maybe I could do it towards the end of the episode. I thought about doing it at the beginning, but I think maybe I'll do it at the the end of the episode. And let me start by saying first, the song that I chose, I'm going to read a couple of stances before I actually start singing it. And the song I chose is Jaw Stone's Right to Be Wrong because it has some some words in there that I really admire so it goes like this I've got a right to be wrong my mistakes will make me strong 
I'm stepping out into the great unknown. I'm feeling wings, though I've never flown. I've got a mind of my own. I'm flesh and bud to the bone. I'm not made of stone. I've got a right to be wrong. So just leave me alone. And I've always sang this song, like, um, to myself. So, again, uh, <laughs> I don't really sing that much anymore but you know I've got to keep honing in on my own talents and better direction for my own personal development so <clears throat> without further ado this is right to be wrong by Jawstone. I've got a right to be wrong my mistakes will make me strong i'm stepping out into the great unknown i'm feeling wings though i've never flown i've got a mind of my own i'm flesh and blood to the bone i'm not made of stone I've got a right to be wrong, so just leave me alone. You're entitled to your opinion, but it's really my decision. Can't turn back, I'm on a mission. If you care, don't you dare blur my vision. Let me be all that I can be and don't smother me with negativity. Whatever's out there waiting for me, I'm gonna face it willingly. Cause I've got a right to be wrong. So just leave me alone. And I'll say that with a middle finger, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of this lovely episode. Uh, as usual, follow me on Facebook, The Purple Vibe. Follow me on Instagram at The Pretty Purple Princess 25. That is the official Instagram post. Uh, excuse me. Instagram account for this podcast and um hope that you guys have a good and safe week finish your you know good weekend and as always stay good